Hi, this is Case Lane, and this episode is part of a special nine-part series on the fundamentals for getting started with your online business. Now, the Ready Entrepreneur podcast is all about giving you the tools and resources you need to start an online business so you can do work you really want to do, earn extra money, manage your schedule on your terms, and just live your vision of what lifestyle freedom means to you. So the whole idea of the information presented on this show is to help you move forward with that plan. And the entrepreneurial journey interviews that I do are to help you learn from others what they've done, how they went before you, but what the different resources were that they used. You know, people come from so many different backgrounds and circumstances. The interviews are the illustration that you can become an entrepreneur from wherever you're starting from. So in these nine episodes, we are going to get hyper-focused on core entrepreneurial start fundamentals to just lay out that path for you to get moving forward. And what I've done in order to do this is I've, I've pulled all the audio from a Ready Entrepreneur course I did a couple of years back that takes you through these fundamentals. And what I mean by that, the, the fundamentals are finding the confidence to get started, finding the time, finding the money, deciding on your business idea and your action plan, deciding who's going to do the work. Are you going to outsource it? Are you going to do it yourself? Using the internet, using social media, getting the admin stuff out of the way and just getting to the starting line so you can launch your business. Now, so when you're listening to these episodes, just ignore the module numbers because they are pulled out of a course. Just focus on the content. But if you want to see the videos, you can actually find all the videos for free on my YouTube channel. And if you really like what you hear and what you're listening to and you want more related resources, you want to have these episodes to go back to and and go through again, you want the audio, you want the video, you want the PDFs, then go to readyentrepreneur.com, go to the courses menu and select the subjects that you're interested in. So use these nine episodes to understand what you really need to do to get started and of course, to keep going with your online business. So let's get into it. Here's the audio portion of the Ready Entrepreneur Fundamentals course presented to you as podcast episodes. This is module seven, managing social media. And this is the second of our mini section, let's say on online tools. So this module is designed to help you consider a few critical issues before putting your massive hard work of a business out to the world via the internet. Now we're going to delve into the wide world of social media and the good, the bad, and the ugly of realities of social media platforms. And, And one note in this module, we are only talking about using social media as your business or brand or as the owner of your business or brand. So we're not talking about your personal use of social media, which you may have established long ago to stay in contact with family and friends. Those social media accounts should remain separate from your business accounts for sure. Uh, But we're not covering that when we talk about the issues we're going to be talking about now. Knowing every single social media platform is not the point of using social media. But if you're interested in efficiently leveraging any of the benefits of a particular platform for your business, then your best bet is to find one or two that you may be interested in and stick with those platforms so you can develop a real understanding of how people are using the site. 
analysts do not really know what is real and what is still developing in the social media industry. Of course, the big names like Facebook and Twitter are big because of the number of users, but other sites may be more valuable to you because of the type of user. If you're searching for young customers, you have to follow the latest social media trends and quickly, or you'll miss them and your customers will move on to something new. So when assessing the social media platforms, think about your business. This is about how you use social media for your business. What do you want to do with one of these open platforms? And we say open because they're open to all the public and you have to take the good and the bad together. Why do you want to promote your business in social media? You do not have to be on any social media platform. So the decision is really based on your business proposition and if it makes sense for your business. And once you decide to opt into social media, you may want to watch out for the good, the bad, and the ugly realities. All right, first the good, connections and information and viral marketing. So let's start with connections. People are looking for people who are interested in what they are interested in and products that address their needs. So the internet is the fastest way to make friends, even if the word friend does not mean what it used to. Platforms allow for virtual gatherings and actually easy arrangements for physical gatherings in the real world um, where you can trade ideas and meet in person with people who want to talk about what you want to talk about. And you can use what other people are doing on social media to help you understand your market and potential customers. Think of it as constructive copying. When you use examples of success as a guide for your own activities, don't copy literally what they're doing. Information. Information about every topic you can find, that you can think of, that you've ever thought of, is available at your fingertip from other people. And there's no denying the scope and range of data that's available on the internet. There's a multiplier effect. That's a economics term. It, it exists in the distribution of online information. So in economics, the basic idea is if you expand a country's money by lending, then that just perpetuates throughout the economy. Online, this means that people who are interested in a topic will post links to articles, blogs, videos, contests, whatever, more. They'll post on websites, they'll post in forums and social media groups or in emails to others. And so one source of information becomes the source and another information site. People will populate their blog with the information they got from someone else's blog. So if you become an aggregator of interesting information, people will look to you for more. And if you are searching on your own outside of the internet, you'll still find the information, but it will not be validated the same way it is on the internet, what they call socially proof by others. On the online, you can instantly check for reviews and comments and complaints and understand the value of the information you are considering. And then there's viral trending. If you have a video, a picture, a saying, a blog, an idea that people start to share, be prepared for your 15 minutes of fame because it can happen instantly. You may suddenly find yourself the center of global attention. Social media viral sharing has no physical world counterpart, but the information rises and falls in popularity equally fast. So enjoy it while it lasts and more importantly, leverage your instant fame into long-term customers and sales for your product or service. If you do that, you know, post that one exciting picture that gets people just pass it around and, or put up a blog that people want to share, make sure you leverage that. Make sure you have links in there to your business, stuff about your website so that people don't just see it one time and never come back to you. Okay, so what are the bad realities? Well, untrue and unverified information, silence, wasting time, 
procrastination and distractions. So the most difficult reality to know and manage is the lies, the untruths, the unverified information, whatever you want to call it, um, that you may be receiving. Reliable sources it must either be known to you from previous experience or vetted by others. It's very difficult to look at something cold and assume that uh, you know you know what it is and it's and it's going to be helpful to you. Anything you read on the internet can basically be untrue. Any photo can be doctored, any quote or attribution made up, any statistic obtained from non-credible sources. So you have to wade through all those untruths to try and reach the truth, which is not always possible. And it's difficult to tell where the lie ends and the truth begins or vice versa. A lot of the untruth sites have are set up to look perfectly legitimate. Uh, it used to be a time when you know, people didn't have money. So if you had an untrue site, you also didn't have a lot of money. So your site didn't look that good. But now you can have a very slick site for very cheaply. So everything looks the same. And statistics can be presented to reflect the ideas of the source and should be carefully reviewed. And that's true even with the most reliable sources. They will use statistics and manipulate them for their own um, for their own ends as well. Another issue is that there is plenty of information but sometimes getting questions answers is a matter of luck. You get silence. So many people join forums and private social network groups, and they want to engage in specific conversations with like-minded people. But actually having these intelligent conversations is difficult in the online world. Uh, questions are asked to whoever may be listening. And if the answer is no one, or more specifically, no one interested in your question, then you may never receive an answer. or You receive answers that are not even on the topic that you really wanted to discuss. Finding the right answer is, is a challenge. In open forums, people ask specific questions but receive open-ended answers. So answers you cannot use to solve your issue, and that can be frustrating if you spend a lot of time um, in these online social network groups. The next issue with using social media comes from our own behavior, wasting time and procrastination. <laughs> so you have to separate the important from the trivial. Content on social media can look similar, whether it's a joke blog or research you need for your business. So you have to figure out where to concentrate your efforts or you'll find yourself with the items that are only trivial. And you can go online and never come off. <laughs> the ability of social media to drag you into just one more video or one more post, one more picture, that's intoxicating. People offer free books or guides or checklists and the clicking to take you to the free stuff leads you on to something else. And you may end up on a topic that's far from where, where you began. So you really have to think about that when you are doing research specific to your business, stick with that business, the reason you went online in the first place that particular day. Distractions are the other big issue. Social media is the tool for all of your life activities from entertainment to family updates to work, which is kind of strange when you think about it, but a lot of businesses now use social media tools to communicate internally. So it would, what this means is when you go online, you can have multiple reasons for being there. And it's so easy to jump from one to the other. Social media is a wonderful excuse for not doing any real work. You can say, I'm doing research, which is, um, especially if that was your intention when you first got started. But if after two clicks on relevant sites, you started watching videos on something irrelevant to, to your work, you're, you're distracted. Or um, you could say, I'm doing an online course and that's great. That's fantastic. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's vital to your future. So you won't get distracted away from your online course, right? Will you? Okay. What, whatever reason you use for your online time, try to avoid using social media sites as an excuse for avoiding the work you need to be doing. And when you set aside time at work, uh, to what time to work, 
on your business, make sure you stay on sites related to your business. At some point, you have to do the work and staying online is not the job of starting a business. And it's very, very easy to say, I'm going to do more research, more research, more research, and then that business never gets started. So you really have to force yourself to focus on what you, the reason you went online in the first place, get that information, and then get off online and, and implement what it was that you wanted to implement for your business. Now the ugly side of social media, haters, scams, and bad advice. Let's start with the haters. Social media platforms are largely open forums. And throughout history, people have used open forums to express their opinions. And some of those opinions are hateful. And in a world where you cannot be identified, it is easy to make negative comments about others. So for an entrepreneur running a business, you have put your time and effort into your brand. And as we said in the last module, remember that always when you're online as an entrepreneur with a business and a brand that you're trying to protect, you will no doubt see and hear from haters online the best you can do is avoid reacting and engaging and engaging with these anonymous sources. You are wasting the time you could be working on your business if you respond to people you do not know for comments they anonymously left online. So I know some of you will ignore this, and, and but help yourself fight the urge to be part of this cycle. Then there's the scams. Now the internet is full of scams. People who will take your money and provide no value. And just because someone recommends a product or service in a reputable forum, does not mean the product or service itself is reputable. Always take an extra minute to investigate a product or service before you use it. Search something like, you know, product X complaints or product X forum to look for comments about a product or service you are planning to purchase. And then the bad advice. There's plenty of bad advice online. So the comments you look at may not be valid. Be careful about what you read and always check the source. If you know the source, like the online version of an established magazine, you can feel better about using the information. If you do not know the source and never heard of the source, you may want to consider if the advice is valid. And again, unless it was referred by somebody who you consider to be the type of person who would vet those kinds of sources. Check the reasons why a source is considered Considered valid. Valid. Is it personal experience? Is it education, professional credentials, social proofing, testimonials? In the internet world, all reasons support a, co- a source's credibility, but not all reasons are provided online. And trust your own interests. In in social media you are looking at an individual's personal bulletin board of information. You, you have to, de- to decide if it's consistent and valuable and supportive for you and your business plan. So if it's what you're interested in, if it looks right to you, it may just be, especially if you have a very unique idea, because obviously if it's so unique and so new, there will not be like massive amounts of information about it. It might be very niche and the people who are talking about it are niche and therefore the references are few and so on. So you have to kind of wade through that and make a decision based on what you see. All right, given all the options, how do you get set up with a viable voice on social media? Now your best bet is to choose one or two favorite social media platforms which are best able to help you drive your business growth because of the function of the platform or the types of users. Do not fret about the social media world. If you are not involved, you may have perfectly valid reasons tied to your business idea and value proposition. So contrary to popular opinion, 
You do not have to be in social media. Your decision depends on your business. It is really the proprietary email lists and not social media followers that have become more valuable to anyone marketing a product or service online. Social media is a wonderful tool if it suits your purposes and a disaster if you were drawn into a quagmire. So the ready entrepreneur practice for managing social media is to first manage your business image and your brand. Decide why you want to join a social media platform as your business or brand. Remember, this is not personal. This is about you as an entrepreneur, an owner, a business, an image, and a brand. Pick one or two platforms and maximize the benefits and value provided by that platform. And if applicable, prioritize engagement and communication through your email list. Okay, as we've covered for this module, there are good, bad, and ugly realities associated with being in social media and Keep, you, keep them all in mind as you engage with strangers through the internet. The internet is the foundation of the tech age and has a valid place in your business plans. And we think it could even be your whole business for some of you who are operating solely online. So we are hoping you keep these concerns in mind before you use online tools to do further research connected to your business. Since you were listening to this podcast, I was wondering, do you also like audiobooks? I started getting into audiobooks when I had to commute a few hours a day. I really enjoyed books read by the writers and production fiction with sound effects. It really helped pass the time. Plus, I learned a great deal listening to books about subjects that were important to me. If you want to learn more about entrepreneurship, you can get my book, Life Dream, Seven Universal Moves to Get the Life You Want Through Entrepreneurship, and you can get it for free when you sign up for a free trial of the audiobook service, Audible. All you have to do is click the link in the description and you'll be on your way. And if you already have Audible, consider adding Life Dream to your collection to help you move forward on your entrepreneurial journey. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and comment at Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen so I can see your feedback. And if you know someone who would benefit from the tips and strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share this podcast with a friend. Come over to the Ready Entrepreneur website to read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, download helpful PDFs on getting started with your business, and sign up for the mailing list. Join our community so I can keep you up to date with tips, ideas, strategies, and other cool stuff. Visit readyentrepreneur.com. And if you want to reach out to me directly, drop me a line at contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Connect on social, on Facebook, find me at Ready Entrepreneur HQ, on Instagram at Ready Entrepreneur, and on Twitter at Case Lane World. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane. 